0: Having an entire bye week to get ready for this Falcons game. The Saints come out flat. They look pathetic. And I think it's officially time for them to fire Dennis Allen. Maybe make some other moves along the way. Let's talk about it right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, Huda Nation? Welcome back inside another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. This might be the most depressing, frustrating, aggravating loss I've witnessed in a long time. And we'll dive into it in just a second. But I want to remind you, as always, guys, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Scott McNair. Injury lawyers you have been injured in any kind of accident, car, truck, 18-wheeler, hurt offshore, Scott McNair handles it all. You give him a call at 504-500-1111 for a free consultation. They'll always fight for the win. We know who won't fight for the win. That's the New Orleans Saints. At least that's the New Orleans Saints led by Dennis Allen who needs to go. Enough is enough. I've spent about the last 2 years on this podcast complaining about Dennis Allen saying he should get fired and I know that, you know, my words probably don't mean anything, right? He's not going to get fired. The Saints continue to be loyal to a coach who is god awful, but today has to be the last straw. There's no more excuses. He got the quarterback he wants who flat out stinks. He has the defense that he claims Is built for him. They look old and slow. He has a cake walk of a division with a cupcake of a schedule. And it doesn't matter because they're five and six now. They had an entire bye week to prepare for the Falcons. This was arguably their most pathetic showing of the entire season. They didn't even score a damn touchdown. And every time the Falcons had the ball late, and I'm not pinning this on the defense, the offense obviously has to stand up. His defense couldn't get off the field. They gave up over 200 rushing yards. Desmond Ritter, yes, had two interceptions, and that didn't matter. He still made some nice throws towards the end of the game. Drake London, 90 yards receiving. Pathetic showing from Dennis Allen, who's now 20 and 44 as a head coach. 20 and 44. There are coaches who go over 500. Think of a guy like Brian Flores. Think of a guy like Jim Caldwell, and they get fired. Dennis Allen can't go over 500 if he tried his hardest and had everything made for him, and he might get another year. So I say this if Dennis Allen has a decent roster with an easy schedule with the quarterback that he handpicked and he cannot get the job done, which we're seeing now, he can't get the job done. How do you give him another year? And if Mickey Loomis wants to give him another year, then Mickey Loomis has to go too. And maybe that's where the frustration stem. But enough is enough. I'm tired of watching a team that is just lifeless on offense slow, not playing any type of modern-style football. Go watch the Texans-Jaguars game. Go watch any other. Watch the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving. Watch the Niners game on Thanksgiving. That's modern-day football. What the Saints play is repulsive. I have zero, and I forget about interest, I have zero enthusiasm for Saints games. They played the Falcons this weekend, and it seemed like the rivalry was dead because this team takes on the personality of their head coach who is the most vanilla, careless dude in the world. There is nothing this Saints team does well. Last year, honestly, I thought the defense was good. This year, they're not that good. The offense is worse. And that falls on him. He's the one who picked the quarterback. Who, by the way, threw more touchdowns in the Falcons today than his own fucking team. And I'll get to Derek Carr in just a second, because, God, he's been awful. But Dennis Allen has to get fired. And I can't take it anymore. And honestly, I'm at this point, and I'm going to say it, and I know some Saints fans, especially the older ones, are going to get insulted. I hope they get absolutely embarrassed against Detroit next week so Mickey Loomis can sit there and finally say, you know what, we can't do this anymore. Because a win over Detroit does nothing but set them back and say, yeah, we should give them another year. Enough. This this was the chance. Beat the Falcons, create some separation in the division. Fine, it is what it is. You accept that playoff game against the Cowboys in the wild card weekend. You're not in first place anymore. You're not. Now the Falcons are in first place. So fuck it. I hope they get embarrassed by the Lions to the point where they go, you know what? Maybe we can use Ben Johnson as our head coach. Because Dennis Allen ain't it. And I don't want to hear any excuses for him. He's the worst head coach in the National Football League right now. When you consider his track record at 20 and 44, when you consider the fact that the Saints rarely, if ever, play a team over 500, and if they play a semi-competent team, They get absolutely run out the building. Worst head coach in the the league by a mile. He's got to get fired. He's got to get fired. And the worst part is, if he does get fired, guys, he left us a parting gift if he gets fired. And that's Derek Carr, who is the most overrated, overpaid, stupid quarterback I've seen in today's NFL. He's horrible. Four-year, $160 million for a quarterback that all he does is bitch and moan and injure his own wide receivers is nuts to me. Every pass today, overthrown behind the receiver. He pretty much hurt Shaquid. He definitely got Olave concussed today. Olave beat his man by five yards. You throw it behind him, he's got to go back to the ball, and he gets rocked going to the floor. That's on you. Two weeks ago, bad throw. You throw Michael Thomas into double coverage. He gets blasted. He hurts his knee. So what is Derek Carr at this point? Because he's not that good. All he does is complain. And honestly, I think Ralph said it the best from from the saints happy hour podcast the only thing Derek carr brings to the saints is his eyeliner because this dude's not good and yeah you're going to look at the stats and go well chris was he the problem he had over 300 yards cry me a river with that crap it was all garbage time stats and let's be real the saints had a chance to to really put their their mark on the the falcons they're up three nothing They're in the red zone, and what does he do? He throws a 90-yard pick six because a veteran quarterback who's been in the league for a decade apparently couldn't see a safety in Jesse Bates, who was clearly jumping a route, who, by the way, Shahid wasn't even open on the play. So the Saints have spent $160 million on a quarterback who stinks and you can't use in the red zone. And honestly, the highlight of his day today was a touchdown pass to the other team. So if we're going to sit here and we're going to make fun of quarterbacks who stink, and there's a lot of them this year, Derek Carr is at the top of the list. Because Derek Carr is in a terrible division with guys like Desmond Ridder, guys like Baker Mayfield, guys like Bryce Young, and he might be the worst fucking one out of them. And he's the highest paid. And I don't think they're going to be able to get out of that contract after this year, even if they wanted to. They could eat the big the, the, the dead money if they want. I don't know if they will. So we might be stuck with this guy, whether it's a new coach or the same crap with Dennis Allen. But either way, he picked his quarterback. He wanted Derek Carr. I said, okay, the Saints are going for it. I commend them. Let's see how it works. We got the sample size now. It's 11 games. He's not good. I don't want to hear excuses about him being injured. I don't want to hear excuses about wide receivers getting hurt. The only reason the wide receivers are getting hurt is because he can't throw an accurate pass. So that's that with Derek Carr. He is horrendous. He has not thrown a touchdown since the Bears game. And that was November 5th. It's going to be Christmas, and he's not going to have a touchdown pass till, till, till November 5th. This is what the Saints paid for. Ten touchdowns and five interceptions through 11 starts. That's what they paid for. Ten touchdowns, seven bitch fits, a pick six, and some eyeliner. That's what they got out of Derek Carr. He, he is horrendous, and I, there's no more. I, I, and I tried. I had a lot of patience with Derek Carr. I gave him the first two months of the season before I started getting, you know, critical of his play. And then he gives you some hope, plays decent against the Colts, plays decent against the Bears, and then just wets the bed two games in a row. Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But we're stuck with him now. And now before I get into your comments, I want to get into the last thing. And, and the, what really frustrates me, because this might be used as an excuse now, injuries are piling up for this team. Two weeks ago, they were probably the healthiest team in the NFL. Lattimore on IR now. Michael Thomas on IR. Olave gets concussed today. Shaheed hurts his thigh. Cam Jordan leaves the game, although he wasn't making an impact anyway. Ramcheck left for a little bit, McCoy left for a little bit, Jawan Johnson left for a little bit, Jamal Williams got hurt in this game. Honestly, I don't know who stayed healthy. I guess Tyre Matthew had two picks today. Shout out to him and shout out to Alvin Kamara, because Alvin Kamara is one of the only players that actually gives a damn and tries his hardest. But this team, th- th- this team stinks. And I, I don't, I really, I swear to God, if they use injuries as an excuse now. You had 10 weeks of a fully healthy team and you were five and five. Spare me the injury excuse now. And, and at this point, it is what it is. If they, if they lose against the Lions, you're five and seven. Start thinking about Tankathon. Go on Tankathon. Start looking at your draft picks. Start thinking about who you could take. Because this ain't it. I'm so frustrated, man. I am so frustrated. So I see you guys are, are bombarding the chat, which makes me happy. So I'm going to get into the, the comments earlier than usual. But before I do that, I just want to get a quick word from one of our sponsors. DraftKings Sportsbook. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting 5 bucks on basketball. Win or lose, you get an instant dub. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BOOT. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT. The Crown is yours. Once again, thank you to DraftKings Sports for being part of the program. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Going to get into comments here. We'll start off with uh, the super chats that we got in here, and then we'll get back to uh, the main chat. We got Ed here with a with a super chat here. Thank you for the support, Ed. He says defense was ass, offense was ass. AK, the only person who cares. Car got everyone hurt today. Uh, Tommy DeVito has uh, three less touchdowns than a hundred and fifty million dollar car. That's insane to me. And by the way, the Giants now are winning games. They are one less win than the saints and they lost Daniel Jones. They lost Tyrod Taylor, but you know, that's what good coaching does. They find ways to win games, which is on display, but you're not wrong. I agree with everything you said. Hey, Mendoza with $5 super chat. Thank you for the support, man. He says watching this game was like that one episode of South park where the two baseball teams didn't want to win. This team is becoming like it's coach an old loser, by the way, that's one of my favorite episodes of South park. Uh, and then they fly in his cousin who doesn't know how to play. and. It ends with them getting disqualified. I I absolutely love that episode. One of my favorites. But that's what it felt like, right? Derek Carr throws a pick six. Falcons have a chance to put away the Saints at halftime. Desmond Ritter throws a stupid interception. Then in the second half, Falcons are running the ball well, but Desmond Ritter throws another dumb interception. And the Saints couldn't do anything with it. Then the Saints start getting momentum. They go down the field. And Taysom Hill, who I was advocating for, more Taysom Hill usage. He should get X amount of carries. He fumbles in the red zone. And that was pretty much it. And it cracks me up. Taysom Hill got benched after that, which is funny. So Taysom Hill fucks up. He gets benched. Derek Carr has been absolute dog shit for the whole season. That doesn't matter. That's okay. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure that's what we're doing now. We got double standards for our players. Uh, That's what Dennis Allen runs here. So it definitely felt like that. I I agree with you. Uh, And I appreciate you making that analogy because I need some life here. Brian with with the super chat here. Thank you for the support. Brian says, when was the last time we got a damn sack? That's a great question question. Wasn't today, obviously. I'd imagine they got one against the Falcons. I mean, against the Vikings, excuse me. They got one against the Vikings. So yeah, prolific pass rush here. One sack in the last two games. Not going to win a lot of football games that way. That's for sure. I right, to get into comments here. I hope they lose by 70 plus next week. Oof. I mean, Lions are coming off a loss. They're going to have extra time to prepare. I can see the Lions taking them, uh, you know, taking them to school for sure. Alex says, tired of the same shit every week. Awful QB play, slow defense, getting out physical, uh, inventing new ways to screw up in the red zone. G. Smith says, fire Dennis Allen now. I agree. Got another super chat from Ed here. Thank you for the support, Ed. Greatly appreciate it, man. He says, I kept saying on Twitter, the Saints will be unprepared after a bye week. I've seen this story a million times. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. Uh, and a lot of it comes down to coaching, right? When you come out of the bye week unprepared, you look flat. Who's that on? You can't you can't put up uh, put together a good scheme. Your guys are unmotivated. That all falls on coaching. I hope Mickey Loomis is watching, man. I hope he's watching. This is 11 weeks of the same shit and I tweeted it during the game and I fully mean it. Watch teams around the NFL that may have struggled week 1 or played well week 1 and watch how they kind of adapt after. Uh, I would say one good example is you look around the league and look at a team like the Giants, really terrible. Now they're finding ways to win. Not ideal, but they're finding ways. I look at a team like the Raiders. They saw things weren't going well. They fire their coach. Antonio Pierce comes in. Now look, two and one right now with two of those wins coming against the New York teams. Fine is what it is, but they look a lot better. I look at the Packers who really hit a a tough stretch earlier this season, and now they're playing their best football. They beat the Lions on the road on Thanksgiving. Jordan loves showing progress. Teams around the league are finding ways to develop an identity and also get better and reinvent themselves. Hey, look at the Niners. The Niners lose three straight games, and all of a sudden, guess what? They go back out of the bye week, come out, smoke the Jaguars, then win two more, and now they're on a three-game winning streak. Teams find ways to use that bye week to reset, to recalibrate, to make themselves kind of learn from their mistakes. The Saints have been the same team that they were in week one. The same team. They couldn't score then. They can't score now. Nothing's changed. The only thing that's changed is now, yeah, some players are going to get hurt which means the likelihood of them losing goes up, but the likelihood of them making excuses for a god-awful head coach also goes up. Connor with the shift says, we paid $150 for no touchdowns. It's a horrible contract. Alex says, 400 plus yards on offense today and no touchdowns is very fitting for an offense that drives uh, the the field consistently, yet falters in the red zone. Carr is the king of hollow 200 to 300 plus passing yard games. Joshua says, Fuck this trash-ass team. Fire all those goofballs to the sun, including Mickey Loomis. I tweeted, if Mickey Loomis is not ready to get rid of Dennis Allen after today, fire him too. I don't care anymore. I don't care. Like, if Mickey Loomis thinks this is an acceptable product, it's not. It's not acceptable. Watching Saints games now has become jury duty for me. I don't get excited watching Saints games. I come down, I watch, I see how it goes. It rarely goes well. And then I come to chat with you guys and we vent about it. But that's what it's become. There's no excitement about this Saints team. There's some bad teams in the league that you have some excitement. There is some optimism. Hell, the Titans aren't a good team, but they've won two games since starting Will Levis. You feel like there's some throws he makes here and there that are NFL caliber throws. That's optimism, but being a bad team at the same time. The Saints are bad, boring, and have no bright future. I don't know what to make of that. Alex says, uh, oh, I saw this Tommy DeVito one. Going to go to Margaret says, did you really think they would win? Not a chance this year. They're awful. Uh, now the Saints are the walking wounded. Win what exactly? I would say this. I, I I I expected them to win today's game. I thought there was no excuse. Win outside of today's game? Like win a playoff game? No, absolutely not. But win today, I mean, that's the bare minimum, right? They've been beating up bad teams. I thought, yeah, maybe they, they'd beat a Desmond Ritter Falcon team, but they did not. Our world trucker says we keep asking for change, but it's never going to happen. It's not. And and you know how we know too? They laid the the groundwork for it because prior to this week's game, it was a talk about the Saints view themselves as the Steelers and Dennis Allen is this great unknown. And even if they miss the playoffs, but they're hurt, they won't fire him. That is such a sucker's mentality. And if the Saints are willing to go down that road with Dennis Allen for a year three, that's fine. You're going to lose some fans. You're going to lose some tickets. And maybe that's when the Saints will realize, hey, we got to make some changes because this is affecting our wallets. But I, I have never in my life of watching the Saints, and I know I'm younger than a lot of people and a lot of Saints fans will go, well, you weren't here back then when we had the bags on our heads. Fine, I wasn't. 26 years old, I, I, I didn't really get to see that much. But when you got a bad product. People are going to be uninterested in what you put out. And that's going to cost money. So if Mickey Loomis doesn't want to hear, maybe Gail Benson should hear it, that Dennis Allen is going to cost you money because your product sucks right now. That's the truth. Got another super chat here from Mage Prime Stem Room. Says, Carfax, not better than uh, Jameis Winston. Three mil, uh, uh, was it four three mil field goals? Um, look, the Winston car debate, I think there's no debate about it if you're talking about just the higher upside is Winston. The lower floor is also Winston. But none of that matters anymore. They're not getting anything done with Carr. And I I don't expect them to make a a quarterback change. I always tell people they won't because if Derek Carr gets benched, that's admitting. Dennis Allen admitting, man, I picked picked the wrong quarterback. This is not not the guy that uh, I thought we were getting. And the minute he does that, that's another strike. And eventually they will move on from him, whether it's this year, next year, two years from now, whatever the hell it may be. But the minute he admits that I screwed up and we gave a hundred and fifty plus million dollars to a quarterback who honestly is not even a starter anymore in this league, then that's it for him. So I agree. Show me the Carfax. Derek Carr over here is terrible, but I don't think they're going to put Winston in or Taysom in or Jay or in or any quarterback that's not Derek Carr because of money and something that Ryan and Adam like to talk about from the Saint Saints Block Party podcast with the Job preservation. He brought in Derek Carr. That's his guy. The minute he gets rid of Carr, opens up the floodgates. Easy says, I don't know how you can really be mad at Carr. The pick six was terrible, yeah, but he was pretty solid the rest of the game. Not much you can do when you lose your top three receivers. Look, man, I, I I'm going to respectfully disagree in the sense that Derek Carr. First off, he got Olave hurt. I don't I don't want to hear that he didn't. That it was a t- Terribly thrown ball. Second, you still got Alvin Kamara. You still got Taysom Hill. And yes, you want to say the pick six was terrible and we both will agree? Yes. The pick six changed the momentum of the game. So, yeah, you could say we're harping on one mistake. But Derek Carr changed the momentum of the game. They could have got up 10-0. They could have all the momentum in the world. And instead, the Falcons were up 7-3. And now I'm going to be fair. Taysom Hill's fumble also changed the momentum of the game. I got to be fair. That's on Taysom. He fucked up. He can't do that. But Derek Carr's one mistake that we're pointing out is a massive mistake. Bella says, 305 yards and passing and no touchdowns. He's patting them stats. I agree. Mo says, if Dennis Allen doesn't get fired after this game, then Mickey is unserious. Alex says, remember the Saints putting an emphasis on signing guys to shore up their porous run defense from last year? Atlanta ran for close to 250 and did so at will. Atlanta late in the game was pretty much just playing keep away. And it worked. It worked every single time. What they did towards the end, and a lot of people say, Chris, you're being unfair. The Saints defense is tired. The Saints won the time of possession battle. The defense got blown off the ball by a more physical team. Got another super chat here from Hill Mendoza. Appreciate the support. He says, Matt Cannon got fired and Pittsburgh offense was good. Coincidence? Well, we're going to define good. I will say this, Pittsburgh's offense looks a little bit different if if Deontay Johnson doesn't drop a touchdown pass, so that obviously spots them more points. They looked a lot better, I'll say that. Uh, Now, it's still an anemic offense, and part of that is they don't have a great quarterback. But if Pittsburgh, in the middle of a season where they're competing for a playoff spot, they're competing for division title, said, hey, we got to get rid of Matt Canada, there's no excuse why the Saints this whole time said we're just going to keep running Pete Carmichael. Because I know some people in the Saints facility, outside of the Saints facility, We're saying it's kind of tough to fire Pete Carmichael. You're competing for first place. Pittsburgh's got a better record and they got rid of their offensive coordinator. Sometimes enough is enough. The Bills, Ken Dorsey, they fired him, whether he was to blame or not. They said the change had to be made. Now it's either DA can't find another coordinator that wants to work with them, which is possible, or he's that naive that he thinks this is going to work. Which, newsflash, they're five and six now. It's not working. Uh, But I agree with you. Matt Canada getting fired. Pittsburgh wins. It's not a coincidence. Now, Pittsburgh was going up against the Cincinnati team without Joe Burrow. I totally get that. But Pittsburgh's offense today did look better than Pittsburgh's offense last week. Kenny Pickett nearly had 300 passing yards. Their running game was a lot better. Uh, They just didn't put up the, the, the points, to be honest. But statistically, I mean, they had over 400 total yards of offense. And I think coming into today with the Matt Canada offense, they didn't do that this season. Nicole with the super chat here. Thank you for support. Nicole says this front office, uh, this front office is too friendly with each other. Some major moves need to happen. If Tom Benson was still alive, this wouldn't be happening. Gail was lost. It look, a lot of it comes down to money and I get that. And I understand it. and I know money is like the great decide, uh, you know, decider in a lot of things in life, not just sports. But at some point I think like, and even for Gail at this stage, don't you want to be proud in the product that you're putting on the field? Because that is still your team. And I I think there are far worse uh, owners than Gale Benson's not close. I think Gale's still towards the top half of of owners because go look at the Panthers. Like that right there with Dave Tepper, that's, that's a bad owner. But friendship and loyalty, it's not the goal in football. It's nice to have what the Saints had with Sean Payton, what the Saints had with Drew Brees. That was great, but it's over. You're trying to replicate something without the two guys who drove the car. They drove the car, you handed the keys over to someone who's ill-prepared, and he crashed the car, and it's fine. It happens, mistakes happen, but you gotta move on. When you double down on a mistake, you make it 15 times worse than it already is. So they gotta move on. We'll see what happens. And, and, it, and it, a lot of pressure is gonna be on Gale. A lot of pressure is also gonna be on Mickey, obviously. But if they bring back DA, specifically, and, and especially if they miss the playoffs, Now, even if they make the playoffs, I've been under the, you should fire DA. But I know if they make the playoffs, they're not going to. But now, you're not projected to make the playoffs. If you don't fire DA, and they miss the playoffs, there are going to be Saints fans who are going to check out before next season even begins. And that's the price you pay. And, And I'll be quite honest. If I am someone who is losing my enthusiasm for Saints games, there are probably a lot more people who have already checked out on Sundays. And I don't blame them. There's much better things you can do with your time than watch the Saints because they're not worth people's time right now. So I do agree. If they don't make major changes and they let this kind of drinking buddies, you know, mom and pop shop operation stay open yet again, they're going to deserve whatever's coming. Got a super chat here from Carl Markey. Marks, appreciate the support. He says, Seen enough, DA, Pete, and Carr have to go. I agree on all three. DA is now 20 and 44 as a head coach. Pete Carmichael's offense stinks. Derek Carr's got 10 touchdowns through 11 starts. I mean, there's not much more we got to say about that. Like this, this is a bad, bad team right now with the three, I would say, key cogs of this team being terrible. I don't know how you can win in the modern NFL with a bad head coach, with a bad offensive play call, with a bad quarterback. I just don't know. Got a super chat here, uh, not a super chat, regular chat here from Chunk Says. I hope that the Saints lose out and get blown out uh, best case scenario, and I hope Broncos continue to win. Well, the Broncos probably will continue to win. You know? They they got a head coach. They got a, legit, a legitimate head coach. And there were some people who, when Sean left, were like, ah, oh, you know, screw Sean, this and that. I, I'm okay. I understand sour grapes. It's, it's part of the thing. And, and it, it, it happens with people, and I get it. But Sean is a coach. That is a head coach. A guy that, regardless of the situation... We'll find ways to win. We'll find ways to get the best out of his players. DA is getting the worst out of his players right now. And and that that just shows it. Derek Carr was better with Josh McDaniels last year than he is this year with the Saints. Got a $20 super chat here from Brian. Brian, thank you for the support, man, on that level. That that, that really does mean a lot, man. He says, penalties are still destroying us. It's also on the coach to stop that. With the injuries now and how this team plays, uh, the season is probably over. No reason not to fire DA or P. Carmichael. I don't see why you continue this. It's losing. First off, thank you again, man, for the support. We greatly appreciate it. I agree with you. Look, penalties, you're 100% right. And that that is a big part of Dennis Allen, right? Dennis Allen, go back to his Raiders tenure, always top five in the league in penalties. Go now to the Saints towards the top half of the league in penalties. So they're a highly penalized team. They are a team that has not shown that you got to do your job. And if you don't do your job, there's consequences to it. How do we know? Derek Carr continues to not face any consequences. Blake Groupie continues to not face any consequences. Now, some people will say, well, Blake Groupie kept the Saints in the game today, Chris. You want to say that, fine. And then he missed the one field goal technically that he had to make the entire game. And if we go back to, to other games, whether it's the Packers' one, whether it's the Texans' one, he missed a lot of key field goals this year, but he's still in there. Lou Headley, not a great punter. He's still in there. The Saints' pass rush can't generate shit. Still in there. Uh, now, I agree with you with these injuries piling up. Now, you face the Lions. Who knows? Maybe the Saints do finish under 500 and they probably will. How much do they need to finish under 500 though to fire Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael? Because as much as you may want it, Brian, and I agree with you, I want both of them gone and I think both of them should be gone and Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael. Mickey Loomis is going to look for every reason to keep them. And I just hope he doesn't get that reason. I hope he doesn't. But, but we'll see. Going to continue uh, with more chats here. You got Moe's saying Saints hired a losing head coach. Don't know what they expected. Doug Peterson was right there for the hire. <laughs> Look, Doug Peterson would have been a better option. Eric Bieniemy would have been a better option. Brian Flores would have been a better option. Anyone but DA at this point. And I was, you know, it is what it is. When they hired DA, I said, fine. Like, I, he sucked at the Raiders, but you know what? He gets a second chance. But when he messed up that second chance last year, and they went 7-10 in a terrible division, that's it. You wash your hands clean. They were 4-9 and nine at some point last year. But no, he didn't lose the locker room. They were hurt. Fine. Now he's got a second chance with a healthier roster, with the quarterback he wanted, and they're more frustrating this year than they were last year. And I had more fun watching Andy Dalton at quarterback last year than I've had with Derek Carr this year. And that's the truth. Nick says, Loomis needs to go. This is an old-ass team with bad contracts everywhere, and he gets no heat. Yeah, he's definitely got to get heat. And I don't know if he will, but we'll see. Easy says, Loomis has a job for life. He's never leaving unless he wants to. I agree with that. I don't think you're wrong at all, which is probably where the Saints are in a bind the most out of everything. John says, here's the thing. I was an advocate for DA. I loved what he was doing. Now that the defense clearly isn't what it used to be, why keep him? I agree. Look, I tell a lot of people, that when you evaluate a coach, the first thing I want to do is this. How does their side of the football look? For example, I don't know if Robert Sala is a good coach with the Jets. I I don't. And honestly, I probably lean towards no, than I lean towards yes. But Robert Sala's defense balls out constantly. And he gets that side of the, the job done well. DA's defense was great in 2017, 2018, 2019, all those years. Finally now, this defense, which is old in key spots, specifically defensive end and linebacker, and even safety, they're not that good anymore. And someone mentioned it before. The Falcons ran for 228 yards. 228 rushing yards. I, there's no way to kind of sugarcoat that or talk about it in a in a good light. There's no way. It, there's no way to sugarcoat that. It, it's a Pad-looking number. And there's no pass rush. The the front four gets blown off the ball. Guys like Pete Warner have regressed tremendously. Certain players, like a Marcus May, don't really make flash plays. And, yes, the Saints have great cornerbacks. Great cornerbacks. But that's really it for their defense. And I just, I, I don't know how many more excuses DA needs. Nothing is going well with this team. Leo says it's an embarrassment coming off of a bye week. No fight from D.A. in this team. Taking a knee at the half, rather to uh, do that than try for at least a field goal. Honestly, I was okay with that. But the way that game was going, I thought that Derek Carr was going to throw another pick. But, you know, it, we saw on Friday, Jets go for a Hail Mary. That thing gets returned for a touchdown somehow. Crazy shit happens. I, I was okay with that. But this team does have no fight. I do agree with that part. Some guys do. Like Alvin, Alvin was fighting until the, the very end. But you could just tell this team, they don't have it. And I wonder if they're one more loss away from this thing finally imploding. And I, I hate to see it because I'm not rooting for the Saints to implode. But I am rooting for Dennis Allen to be gone. And and maybe one more loss is it. Maybe one bad loss to the Lions is enough for, their, for, for the Derek Carr, Dennis Allen, P. Carmichael Saints. Get him out of our face. Maybe it is. Troy says, can you believe that Groupie and Tyre Matthew kept us in the game? If you told me before the game started, I'd say no, but with the way it played out, it it, it made sense, honestly. But it is true. They they were the two kind of stars, and and I'd say Alvin. Alvin balled out for sure. Allen says, coach and OC need to be fired and need to look for a solution at quarterback. Derek Carr isn't the answer. I agree. And that's also why I need Dennis Allen gone, because I think the Saints got to draft a quarterback, but I don't want them drafting a quarterback with these guys in you know in the building, developing and coaching this team. Do you trust Dennis Allen with the quarterback? Do you trust Pete Carmichael with the quarterback? The more I watch this, this operation, the more you realize Sean and Drew Brees don't get as much credit as they deserve. They get a lot of credit, but they probably deserve even more credit. Nick says, Oakland knew Carr sucked in the red zone. Hell, they benched him and we gave him the bag. That's on Loomis. It is on Loomis, no doubt. But it also is on, on Dennis Allen. Those two sat in the building and said, this is the quarterback we want. And, and Dennis Allen was like, man, I, I was in Oakland when we drafted him. He's the guy. He's the guy. Uh, and he's not. He's just a guy. He's not the guy. There's no doubt. Easy says, Saints defense forced three turnovers today. They were bad at stopping the run, for sure. But, I mean, they have the, off, the offense. They gave the offense plenty of opportunities. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, and if I were playing the blame game, I still don't give the defense, like, that much. I still give them probably at least a third of it. But the offense gets the brunt of it. Between bad play calling, between Derek Carr's pick six, and Taysom Hill's fumble, that's where the, the brunt of the blame goes. And obviously coaching. Same for life says this team has to be the most underachieving team in NFL today. Absolutely a joke. Loomis needs to face the music. I don't disagree with you, man. Just call me Trey. Seven red zone trips equal Taysom Hill fumble, car pick six and five field goals. Down five, must score drive, third and short. No Taysom and no Camara on the field. Terribly out coached team, coaches and car. Get the F out of here. Uh, I agree. Robert Johnny says lose out. It's the only way to get Mickey out. Uh, lay it bare for all to see. I think that's kind of what needs to happen at this point. Like, I, I think the Saints really need to see this team bottom out and go, all right, I think it's time for us to make a change. And I don't know if they will, but that might, that might be what needs to happen. They scrap and claw their way to eight and nine. They probably bring all these schmucks back. But we will see. We will see what happens. Aaron says, "I love Cam Jordan to death, but good lord, he's slow and doesn't have it anymore. Saints Hall of Fame, but you got to know when to hang it up. Stop playing and help with coaching." Well, they gave him—they gave him a uh, a contract extension, so if you think it's bad now, wait until two years. Ryan says, Carr tried to get Olave killed. I, I don't get it. I don't know what that throw was. He had him open. He throws it behind him, and Olave was on on pace to have a two hundred plus yard game." And that was going to be the bright spot to say, "Hey, man, Olave balled out today," which he did, and that was good to see because now, now we're not crazy. So Olave is a good receiver, and Derek Carr is the problem. And when you throw Olave the ball, he's going to produce. But he he nearly killed him there. Ed says Carr was chatting with Bates after getting picked off. Such a hoe. <laughs> I, I, you know, I I wouldn't do that if someone if someone intercepted my pass for a ninety yard touchdown. I'm probably not chit chatting with them the next drive, but. To each their own. Sean says, I see why the Raiders benched Carr. They were smart. Yeah, they were. The only good thing Josh McDaniels did during his Raiders tenure. Nick says, I swear there was a damn sniper in that stadium. At one point, Saints guys were just going down every two seconds. Like, the Saints ran a play, and then the announcer team's like, a Saint is down. Next play, a Saint is down. Saints first down. By the way, someone else is down. Like, that, that's how this whole game went. So, uh, yeah, for sure. Saints need to eat the money and get rid of car badly. Don't disagree. Nick says, why do we sign Jimmy and Jamal Williams? Vibes? The Jimmy one was definitely for vibes. They can't convince me other than that. Vibes and jersey sales or bringing back old jerseys, which then would be counterintuitive to jersey sales, right? Because then who's buying a new jersey if you're wearing your old jersey? So excuse that last thought. But they brought Jimmy Jimmy Graham back for vibes. That's it. That is it. Same for life says, Loomis makes too many excuses. But he can't anymore. He needs to step up and take hard questions and stop hiding. I don't disagree with you. Javier says, question, what happens if the Saints record is the same? What happens with the Saints beating the Falcons in the Dome? Um, look, depends. Is that for the division? We'll see. If that's for the division, the Saints win. They're not going to fire DA. If it's not for the division, the Saints finish 7-10 and this year, that's it. If, if DA goes 7-10 and and then 7-10 and in the worst division of football back-to-back years, First off, I'm gonna smash my head into a wall. Second, you gotta fire him. You gotta. D20 uh D-23 says this was a game that the Saints could have shown how much they cared about taking the division. Instead, they played the same or worse than they have for 10 weeks. Yeah. I, I I I don't know what to say, man. They had a bye week. They knew this was a game. If you want to really take a stranglehold of the division, I think if they won this game, their odds of winning the division shot up to like 76%. Now, I think it's in the 40s or something. Red Joseph says, I have to admit that I never expected us to win, so I skipped to go to the movies. I feel vindicated. Uh, Vindicated, let these hoes go. Well, what movie did you see? I'm curious. But uh, good decision by you to go to the movies instead of watching this because this was a shitty movie. Kevin says, not watching any more Saints games with DA and Pete Coaching. I don't blame you. Mo says, DA has to be fired on Monday. There's no way our front office just accepts us, and they will. They will they're gonna accept it they're gonna give you some nonsense well the injuries are piling up and we're right where we need to be we're actually we're tied with the division leader in the in record wise so we're right where we need to be they will give you all the bullshit in the world and then they'll keep it moving because you got to remember this team was four and nine last year and there was not an ounce or a whisper of him getting fired so a five and six they're probably oh it's better than what we were last year Carl Dunn says, people who need their ass kicked. Dennis Allen, Pete Carmichael, Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, Derek Carr, and Tom Benson for dying because he would have done something by now. Well, we're going to leave Tom out. God rest his soul. Uh, But Pete Carmichael, DA, Derek Carr, Mickey Loomis, you're okay with this product? You're okay with what what you've done this year? That's why I hate that the NFC South is bad because every time the Saints lose, they they, they come up to the podium and they go, well, we're right in it. Well, right in the division race. And they're not rolling technically. It's just annoying to hear. Because in any other division, you're already talking about January and February and what you got to do to make your team better. But in this division, you're in it till the end. Saints have been the same team since week one last year, just a different QB. I agree. I actually thought last year's team wasn't as frustrating as this year's team. Gabriel says after the Vikings game, I switched to rooting for fun losses. This team can't compete with anyone decent. And even if we miss the playoffs, we might not clear our house. We need to be hot ass to do something. They, they need to be all kinds of ass for them to do something. VJ says Justin Fields missed five games and still has more passing touchdowns than Carr. Not surprised. I mean, I'm gonna pull up the stats now, but Tommy DeVito has, let's see. He's got seven touchdown passes. Jesus Christ. Tommy DeVito might finish the season with more touchdown passes than Derek Carr. This is crazy. It, it is crazy. Chung says, the fans need to stop cheering at home games for the Saints. Next week, y'all need to boo the Saints, cheer the opponent, champ, fire Allen, and car crash. I don't know if that will happen. D23 says, even the 7-9 Saints years were exciting. This team is flat-out boring. Same product every goddamn week. I always tell people, the 7-9 Saints were exciting because we had Drew Brees and that high-flying offense. So I agree with you. because. We had games like 52-49 in OT against the Giants or end of regulation, whatever it may have been. That was fun. That was fun. This, not fun at all. Connor says, would it be insane to make the argument that Taysom Mills should be playing every snap at QB? Only reason we're sticking with Carr is because of his salary. Salary and, and, you know, the Saints and DA picking him. That's it right now. Carr's been bad. And and I I gave Carr a lot of, of leeway, but that's it. Hale Mendoza says, I'd still watch the Saints over the Patriots, So Yeah, uh, that is the worst team to watch right now, and I don't think it's close. Easiest schedule for nothing says, just call me Trey. Leo says, how do you feel about Groupie taking the job this past offseason season after today? Deserved or still need to earn the trust? I think he still needs to earn the trust because he hasn't made the big kicks. Not a lot of pressure, sure, he'll make it. The big ones, nope. Ivers says, I wish we would fire Pete to at the very least spark something under the team. I agree, and I think they've kind of missed that window. You've missed the window to make a huge change. You want to do it now? Fine. I think it's a, I think it's a waste now. The moment was after the Jags game, and they, they decided not to. Caden says, Jameis can average three interceptions a game, and I'd still feel more confident winning than playing Derek Carr. Gabriel says, Derek Carr is the DAFQB's conservative, plays not to lose, clueless. Guys wouldn't walk through an open door for him and he genuinely believes his own bullshit. It's kind of fair. Anthony says, Dennis Allen loves Derek Carr. They're both terrible together in Oakland. Now they're stinking it up in Louisiana. No doubt about that. Gabriel says, imagine watching a game with Desmond Ritter as the opposing team's QB and being jealous of their QB room. I don't know if I would go that far, but Desmond Ritter made a couple of plays today and Derek Carr didn't. And Desmond Ritter was still bad, right? His two interceptions were bad. But the throw to B. John Robinson was nice. He had a couple of confident throws over the middle of the field to Drake London. And I'm not hyping up Desmond Ritter. I think Desmond Ritter is a bad quarterback. But even he did some things today that were somewhat exciting. Brandon says, I better get the uh, notification that we cut Carmichael and DA or I'm livid. To you and a lot of folks. All right, so I'm going to get into more comments from you guys in just a second. Before I do that, though, I want to get another quick word from one of our sponsors of this show, Crystal. I need to clear something up about New Orleans. While our culinary scene might be on fire, our food has never been about heat. It's always been about flavor. And this is how New Orleans does flavor. Are we clear? Crystal, how New Orleans does flavor. Once again, thank you to Crystal for being part of the program. we will get back into more comments here to kind of get into the back half of the show. Uh, Mr. Game Law says, I have a tremendous question, but if John Gruden was coaching with Carr with the Raiders from 2021, do you think it would change how the Saints' offense can score? Maybe, but I, Derek Carr has never been a good red zone guy, and, and I think maybe from a personnel standpoint, there might be some things Gruden would do different, but I, I don't know. And even Gruden, like Gruden's an old head. I, I think the Saints got to get younger. I think they got to get more innovative. Like, a lot of NFL teams are adapting to modern day football. The Saints are just playing an old man's game right now. That that's what it looks like to me. So we'll see. I, I just I don't I don't have a lot of hope right now. I just don't. Got another comment here from K uh, Rose88 says teams take on the identity of their coaches and the team is taken on DA's in that he's a loser defensively. Offensively special teams losers with the right leader of this team is different. I I don't disagree. I, I still think, like, so a lot of people were like, you know, I think you overrate this roster. And I'm not saying this roster's top 10. They're not a top 10 roster. What I'm saying is, though, this roster in this, with this schedule, it's too good to be five and six. Because schedule matters, right? If the Saints are playing a good schedule and they're five and six with this roster and DAS, I fine, but, like, this schedule's a joke. And they're under 500. Amy Trask warned us about DAS. Yes, she did. And I hope that people who have that video Play it again, because D.A. is nothing but a loser. That's the truth. Carlitos Way says, Carr needs to yell at himself. Seven red zone trips. Unbelievable. Jude says, do you think M.T. and Lattimore will be gone by next season? Michael Thomas, for sure. I think he'd go somewhere else. I think he could shine somewhere else, and I'll be wishing the best for him, obviously. Lattimore, I don't know. Like th- That's all whether or not you'd want to deal with him and take on kind of the the ramifications of dealing that contract. But I, I don't think Lattimore will be gone. The Young Blood 46. Chris, there's a good chance the Saints will be without their top three wide receivers going up against a good Detroit team next week. Maybe that's what they need, though, to get their ass kicked. And I don't know what, what excitement would there be for the Saints. If they versus Detroit, no Mike, which we know that won't happen, no Olave, which is possible, and no Shahid, which is also possible. God help us all. Eric Martinez's cars and no trade clause when no one else wanted him. That's on Mickey and Dennis, man. I agree. Space African Jesus says both teams were in the season of giving mode, just turning the ball over with zero fucks, except one team could actually do shit in the red zone. Uh, To uh, to be frank, Carr did throw a touchdown in the red zone to the other team. (laughs) That's true. We don't deserve to win uh, win the division this season. I agree. I agree. What is the cap hit to get rid of Carr? Eddie asks. So let's pull that up. I don't think they're getting rid of Carr after this year, by the way. I just want to make that clear. It's just, it's it's expensive to get rid of him. So if the Saints were to get rid of Carr after this year, pre-June 1st, dead cap $52 million. Post-June 1st, dead cap $35.7 million. But that also comes with 17 dead cap for 2025. Cap savings, you're not going to get any really uh, via release. Via trade, sure, no one's trading for that contract. As for if you get rid of him after the 2024 season, then it, it, it's a lot more, uh, you know, I'd say manageable for the Saints. You could get out of that contract and feel pretty good about it. I believe it's only like 11 million dead cap. That That is much more salvageable for them than it would be, you know, getting rid of him this year, no matter how much we all want that to happen. Nick says, every metric shows he's above and beyond the worst play caller. Yep. But it doesn't matter, right? No creativity. If something works, he doesn't stick with it, but he gets to keep his job. Hill Mendoza says we don't even use Jamal Williams because we're passing ninety-five percent of our plays. We barely use Taysom. Just a, it's it's a it's just a gross job from this coaching staff, guys. Gross job. Certain guys don't get used at all. Players aren't being used the right way. <sighs> all I can do is sigh. That's all I can do. Just call me, Trey says, let's say we get rid of D.A., Pete, and Mr. Playoffs. Who would be the best and most likely college football quarterback we could snag? Uh, I don't want to get into that yet because we got to see draft position. I know, though, Saints fans will want Jaden Daniels, and I will not blame them at all because Jaden's been balling. Uh, but obviously not Caleb, not Drake May, because you're going to be out of those sweepstakes. I am very hesitant about Bo Nix and Michael Penix. Call me a hater, skeptical, whatever you want to say. I'm kind of not... Really intrigued by either one. Uh, I think Penix has some really good qualities, but I'm scared about his injury history. I think his upside isn't as high as other guys. So maybe Jaden in New Orleans is what the Saints need to kind of turn the mojo around. But we'll cross that bridge if we get there. Got a super chat from Cam. Thank you for the support, Cam. He says MT and Lat are my favorite football players ever. Yes, I'm young, lol. 23. And Da is robbing us of their prime. He will pay for his crimes. I know Shaw mostly messed up with MT's health but oh my gosh. Well, first off, man, we're around kind of like the same kind of age range. Uh, I agree with you. There, there are certain players on these saints teams that I've just come to adore. Michael Thomas being one, Lattimore being one, Alvin being one. Uh, and I want nothing more to than to see them win. And it stinks because the reality like sets in of, it's just not going to happen here. And they missed the window and God, maybe, maybe things turned out differently in a different, you know, reality, or, you know, if, if, If the Minnesota miracle didn't happen or the no-call didn't happen, fine. Um, And they did, and it's unfortunate. But right now, if MT or if if Lattimore, if they're going to win elsewhere, cool, and I'm going to root for them. It's not going to happen here, though. And we have seen a lot of the primes of great players now. Uh, It's been wasted. Now, the Saints are not the only ones who have done this. This happens all around the league. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald had an incredible career with the Cardinals and never won a Super Bowl. And that's just it's part life and part the NFL it's cruel and not everyone gets to win I mean let's think about a division rival right the Panthers probably thought they'd get at least one Super Bowl at Cam Newton and they got there but they didn't win and they never got back and honestly after that they never even got close it stinks uh, I'm in the same boat with you those are two of some of my favorite players ever now Breeze will always be my favorite player uh, that I've ever watched uh, and that just comes with the territory of him being the quarterback and what he did for the franchise and him kind of being the first athlete outside of like Derek Cheater that I like really, really just loved watching. But yeah, he, DA is kind of, I would say with the job they've done, there was still a window of these guys can still get the job done and it's kind of gone now. And you saw it today, Alvin had moments where he looked great and just didn't matter, which is, it, it really hurts to say. Rashad says, can't believe how clueless this organization is without Sean. I agree. I agree for sure. Time to pick at the doom. Need a couple thousand fans to circle. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. We will see if there's like a boycott or something at some point happening. I don't know if it will, but we will see. Jose says, if they fire DA, when do you think they'll do it? I think after the season. I could be wrong, Jose, but that that would probably be my guess, you know? Papa K says, Carmichael needs to go now. Give Curry a shot. Next week, week, loss to the Lions. Lose any more of the next two after Lions and bye bye Allen. Put Marone in to finish the season. I just don't. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna fire him. And if they do, I think it's after the season. I don't think they'll fire him midseason, though. I think they they respect him too much. Ritter the answer for Atlanta. Hope they keep him so we get Daniels. I hope the Falcons keep Ritter for a decade for sure. Gabriel says at least we're not the Panthers. Holy fuck, they screwed. They're screwed. LOL. Imagine taking Bryce over CJ and trading DJ Moore. We still eat ass for breakfast. Oh, wow, seeing them suck too was nice. Yeah, that I think the Panthers are like a good case study of like doing that, going all out for the tank doesn't equal success cuz if you get the wrong player or you don't have the wrong or you don't have the right coach, it means nothing. Uh, now, I'm not done with Bryce. I think Bryce will have his opportunity the next 2 years to show what he can do. But Stroud is already that dude and I am just very grateful that he's not on the Panthers cuz if the Panthers had him, then, not only do the Saints stink, you're like, oh, God, the Panthers are going to be cooking for years. So, I do agree. That is definitely something uh, to be to be grateful about. JT Rogers, 14, says, he'll should be the QB in the red zone. Carr shouldn't be on the field if we're in the red zone. I agree with you. Alexis says, Saints had a Super Bowl winning coach and a two time Super Bowl winning OC interview, and they said, Give me the 10 and 28 guy. Yup. And now that 10 and 28 guy is now 20 and 44. And I joked about it a couple of weeks ago. I said, Dennis Allen is such a shit coach that his head coaching record in a couple of weeks from now is going to be one of the titles of one of my favorite sci-fi movies, Blade Runner 2049. Well, now he's Dennis Allen 2044 and he's getting awfully close, okay? And when they lose to the Lions next week, he's going to be even closer. Brian says, teams play in the past. You need fresh blood. Both sides of the ball you need young blood in the pass rush. You need it at the QB position and need new age coaching. We cannot keep up with the new NFL. I agree. Lynn Bowden showed some nice flashes today, so obviously won't get any touches against Detroit. He was good. I want to give him his props. I thought he was good. Sean Payton cooking the Browns right now. I mean, I'm not surprised if that is if that's the truth, which I don't know why you'd be lying, which you probably are not. Yeah, 14 0. Good for them, man. Good for them. That second round pick is not going to be nearly as intriguing as we uh once hoped it would be. Doesn't that stink? But yeah, that's that's where we're at here, for sure. D23 says, Saints management thinks continuity is more important than proven success, and it shows. I agree with you. Uh, Didier says, you think DA will fire Pete to save a job? I don't know. I mean, I haven't read the post-game comments yet. That's usually what I do after the stream, so I'll absolutely get into that once this is over. But I uh, I, I think that if they didn't fire Pete, Earlier this year, why fire him now? What's the point? Nick says, is it a hot take to say that I think this team would have roughly seven, eight wins with Sean calling plays? Uh, No, I think it's the smart take. I think this team would have won today. I think this team would have beat the Texans. I think this team would have beat the Packers. Yeah, I think that'd be eight and three right now if they had Sean Payton. Omar Fitz says, Bo Nix weak. Yeah, I'm not a a Bo Nix guy, but that's just me, you know? Mo says, Jaden with a new coach can't be Jaden with DA. No QB will succeed with DA. I agree with that. If they go with the young quarterback, it, in my opinion, when I say that, it's under the belief that DA is gone. Because if not, then just run it back with Carr. Let us be miserable. But don't ruin a young quarterback, you know? Prime Fire 504 says, Justine, the Saints will currently have the number 12 pick in the draft. What are the chances we get closer to number one? Closer to number one? No. But in the top 10? Yeah, after next week, for sure. Javier says, I feel bad for Taysom. He got a short-ass leash for no reason. Obviously, the fumble at the end, that really changed the game. But damn, to not see him again, I thought that was BS. I agree. Look, I think it's it's BS when Derek Carr and Blake Groupie and other guys this year have really struggled and there's no, you know, consequences. And then Taysom just gets benched. Again, costly fumble from Taysom. I'm not excusing you. It's a bad fumble. But thought it was lame. Leo says, Chris, what are your thoughts on CM Punk's massive return to WWE last night at Survivor Series? So, uh, truthfully, I have not watched WWE consistently since the last time WrestleMania was at MetLife, which I went to. And I'm trying to remember when that was right now. I want to say that was like 2018 because I was still in college at the time. But I did catch that last night because Twitter was buzzing. And I said after that, I was like, okay, I will watch Monday Night Raw this upcoming week. Assuming he's on it, I don't know if he is. I'm sure if one of you guys are watching right now and you're in the live chat, you can inform me if he is. But I will I will check it out simply because he's back. But I also saw Orton was back, which is pretty cool. So at least wrestling fans are thriving, right? I mean, Saints fans are not thriving right now. So, But I know there's a lot of Saints fans who are WWE fans, and I saw that they were pretty pumped last night. So I, I salute them. I'm glad that they got, they got to have a good pay-per-view there. Mo says, the no-call really changed the trajectory of our franchise. Drew would have got another ring. We're early. Brady would have signed here instead of the Bucks. get another ring, and then Sean, P- Sean Payne never leaves. Possibly. Jose says, honestly, Panthers will be better than the Saints in three to five years. We don't know that, but of course it is possible, you know? Sean says, Saints will be the, li- Saints will be the Lions or beat the Lions. If you're saying beat the Lions like the old Lions, I agree. Beat the Lions, I don't know about that. I'm a little uh, hesitant there. Brian says, so excited for the draft so we can draft a defensive end that won't pan out. Yep, or an offensive lineman from somewhere in Iowa. D twenty three, appreciate you reading through all these comments and venting with us. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Harvick fan for DT says, uh, seeing this team in two weeks against Carolina, I want them to win, but that helps the situation if they lose. Right, makes a call for change. Only positive for today for me was getting a glove from Tyre Matthew himself. Oh, that's awesome. That's that's damn awesome, man. But yeah, I think I think yeah, losing obviously furthers the narrative, but I don't I don't think they're going to lose to the Panthers, and if they do. You know, God help him. Who do we replace Dennis Allen with next season? Like, who's available? The enemy, Ben Johnson. Um, You know, I, I'm not necessarily in love with him, but the Eagles offensive coordinator and Brian Johnson will probably be a hot name around the block. So, we'll see. Jose says, Adam Troutman having a better year than all of our tit- tight ends is funny. Shout out Russell Wilson. Yep, and shout out Sean Payton. Leo says him and Randy Orton. Nicole says, yes, uh, Punk and Orton will be on Raw. Okay, so there you have it. Then I, I will watch for sure. Eric says, give me the Johnson uh, in reference to Ben Johnson. If that happens, it's going to be the funniest hashtag that's going to go around on Saints Twitter. I, I really hope that's the case. Endangered to International says, are the Saints and Mickey Loomis smart enough to draft Jaden Daniels if they get in the top 10? I do not know. We will see. But I don't, I, I just think if they have Dennis Allen, they're not going quarterback. But if they go quarterback, though, that would be, I think that would be really smart of them. Because assuming they fire DA, and that's a big assumption because I don't think they will, you bring in a quarterback, regardless if you keep Carr for another year, you give the fan base some hope. And that's what we're looking for right now. That's all we're looking for. I don't watch WWE if I want to see acting. I'll go to the movies or the theater and see professional actors. Well, I mean, I love the movies, so obviously if I want to see acting, that is where I go. But I don't blame people. For like in wrestling, I mean, when I grew up, wrestling was like my favorite thing in the world. Uh, I always tell people when I list my, my favorite athletes, it's part jokingly and part kind of truth. Like Jeff Hardy was like one of my favorites, like all, like all time. So I don't blame people for liking wrestling. Like I've kind of grown, I'm not grown out of it. I just didn't like the product for a little bit. So I stopped watching, but I don't blame people for watching it. Nick says, go to the game next weekend with my friends who are Lions fans already huffing copium anticipation of getting our teeth kicked in. Sometimes you need some copium, you know, like if I'm playing a Fortnite or, you know, it's top 10, there's a couple people left, you know, you need some copium. I think you're going to win. So I don't blame you for having copium for uh, thinking the Saints would beat the Lions. Bad Wi-Fi says, I wouldn't mind Justin Fields coming to save us from the car accident. I would rather they go with a younger quarterback just because like if Fields were to pan out, then you got to pay him. I don't think the Saints are really in the, the business right now where they could pay their guys, but we'll see. Harvick fan says, Chris, thank you for talking with us. Feels like a family environment, even on bad days, LOL. Uh, absolutely, man. I, and again, I, I, it's always a shout out to you guys with your comments, uh, the super chats, questions, whatever you guys put, it makes this go easier and I greatly appreciate it. So shout out to you guys, not shout out to me. That's all on you guys. Leo says, what do you think happened in that eight hour interview with the enemy? I don't know. I hope they took the man to to have a five course meal though, because he wasn't hired and Washington isn't good this year, but. The enemy's gotten more out of Sam Howell than Pete Carmichael's gotten out of Derek Carr. And I would not have thought that would be the case coming into the season. Moe says, it's on Mickey and Gale to get, this, uh, to get this around. 49ers rebuilt after the Harbaugh era. Eagles rebuilt super fast after Doug P. With a good office, it shouldn't take long. I agree with you. Fishing with the Jeremy show says, Gale's got to do something. Time to clean house. Paul says the saints are going to get pissed off Detroit team next weekend. I agree. That's the first thing I said after the, after the lions loss, I was talking to my family members are watching Thanksgiving games. I'm like, great. The saints are going to play a pissed off lions team. So that's not ideal with extra preparation too. Eric says, Dennis has no urgency. This is the best record he's had at week 12. So he thinks he's doing a great job. Oh, but he probably does, man. God, that seems like the perfect spot to, to finish off. By the way, we've got an hour here. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Like, that is how probably thinks he's doing a good job at five and six. Nick says, as a Bama fan, Jaden Daniels is crazy talented. Ever He needs to stop playing as if he's trying to cash out a life insurance policy. If he, um, if he wants a career longer than RG3s. I mean, college is a little bit different. I think guys play different style. Like, Justin Fields does not play the way he played at Ohio State. That he plays in the NFL. Shroud looks way better now than he did. Like, I don't know. Maybe Jaden comes to the NFL and it's not as much kind of put in a lot of stress on your body. LSU needs him to be Superman, though. And I think that's maybe why we see that. Harvick fans, says, did anyone else see Olave open on the pick six, or did I imagine? I don't remember. I'll go back to check, though. And if he's open, God help us all, because that would tell you it's a predetermined throw from Derek Carr, who decided not to read the safety. But anyway, guys, we've been here over an hour. You guys have been excellent. The Saints have not been excellent. I will head over to Twitter, and we will talk about more stuff over there for sure. Uh, fishing with Jeremy show says, do I think Dennis Allen will be fired? Honestly? No, I don't. It's just wishful thinking at the moment, but we will see what happens. But anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up here for this edition of the straight up saints podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and leaving your comments. You guys have been great as always. I hope you enjoy your Sunday. If it's possible. I know it's really hard after Falcons loss. And when your quarterback is Derek Carr and your coach is Dennis Allen, it's very tough to be an optimistic fan, but I hope you guys find a way to enjoy the rest of your Sunday uh, and enjoy this upcoming week. Until then guys, that's going to do it. We'll be back on Monday morning. with another show here. So make sure to subscribe to boot crew media's YouTube page and stay tuned for more content on the straight up saints podcast. The destination for the hood nation.